everybody. Welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discuss what and who we are in this journey called life. So we already have some friends joining over here on Instagram. Um, <laughs> the, the feed's going too fast. The Homestead, good to see you, and my Monday night buddy, Miss Joy Hall. You're excited to talk about aliens, huh? And B. Ferreira. Good to see you guys on a Monday night. Let's see who's joining over here on Facebook. Uh, Magical Monday indeed, Miss uh, Begley, and her psychic, Miss Cleo. Big kisses to you guys. Laura Day, uh, Jennifer Rigdon Cash, Angela Atkins. And Greta Vinoy, good to see you all here tonight. Um, there we go. I'm putting the chat up over here where I can see things. Let's get to some announcements. Um, first thing I want to let you guys know is where all you can listen to the show. Um, if you enjoy these Monday night shows, go ahead and hit the share button on your screen now. And share this out in your news feed. That really helps the show a lot. It also helps the show if you do a like and a follow on whatever page that you're watching on. Uh, so what pages are we live on right now? Well, um, my personal page, Katherine Kaufman. My professional page, Katherine Kaufman Psychic Medium. My group, Psychic Academy. Um the YouTube channel, Katherine Kaufman. We're also live on Twitter, DLive, Twitch, and Daily Motion. Uh, the podcast that you can catch the, you know, audio part of the show, these are all going live to Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Google and Apple Podcasts, Breaker, uh, Pocket Cast, and Overcast. So um, if you are on any of the podcasts and you see that little donate or uh, subscribe button, go ahead and send us a couple of dollars to help produce the show. You know, the equipment does get a little pricey, especially when you are not expecting to have to replace a bunch of stuff <laughs> like I had to what in the last three weeks. A uh, special shout out to... Nisha Wilrich, Dana Likens-Fleener, Ina Thompson, Kim Asher, and Pamela Downey. Good to see all you guys tonight. Now, once a month, I do a show where people can email me their dreams, and I do an analysis of the... I sit down and do a proper analysis of the dream, and then uh, we go over it in the show. So, the next dream show for May is going to be on the 17th. So, if you have some stuff that you want interpreted, I'm going to put my email up. Please email me at this email, <laughs> kkoffman309 at gmail.com. And you can also just send it to the website. The email is the same on the website. So if you're on Instagram, just go to the bio and hit the link to the website and use the email there and just send me your dream and I'll get it interpreted on May 17th will be the next show that we do for that. So 
um, anyway, hey to Sandra Lee Small. Big shout out to Owenton, Kentucky. What's the weather like out in Owenton? <laughs> it's been nice here, but cool. I think the high today was 61, um, which, you know, for May is unheard of. But I do have some exciting news. You know, I put a garden out, and I had some peas that were left over from last year, and they've actually covered the end of the garden, and I have peas that are this long already, almost ready to pick, actually. So I'm excited about that, and I'll, I'm going to film that, and I'll take you guys along with me out to the garden. So we've been talking about, uh, for the last couple of weeks, we've been discussing um, some of the other entities that can invade or infest a home. And the top one on the list were alien encounters. And we kind of went into a little bit about alien encounters on the last two shows. But I wanted to give you guys more of a narrowed look at specifically what the characteristics of an alien abduction or alien encounter are. Um, cause I, you know, as we were going over it briefly about the other kind of entities that can, uh, invade a home, there were, I noticed there were a lot of questions and a lot of comments about alien abductions and alien encounters. So I felt like, um, this was something that we needed to dive into in a little bit more depth. Big shout out to Troy Wright. Thanks for joining us tonight. And in Owington, cool, but, but sunny. Yes, same as, same as here. Thank you so much, Troy, for the hearts and thumbs up. Um, if anybody is out there on YouTube and you're seeing this, please subscribe and hit the bell notifications. And for you guys that are watching on Facebook, if you haven't, uh, subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, here is, the YouTube channel link right here and um, go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe, hit the bell notifications and watch some of the uh, older shows that are on the channel because there are a lot of really good older shows. But let's get into some alien abduction now. So the first thing, characteristics of an alien abduction is and we hear this a lot on, you know, movies and shows about mysterious, unexplainable implants that are found in the body, especially either hand, foot, hip, hip or ankle. Um, and these implants would not be seen otherwise unless the abducted person is being inspected thoroughly by a medical practitioner. So what that means is maybe the person has a medical condition and they're getting an exam by their doctor or their doctor orders maybe a CT scan or something of the area and they find the implant on the scan. So that's a real common way of finding these uh, implants. Now, some people have them taken out and uh, I don't know of any evidence about what exactly they are other than it was thought a lot that, um, you know, little pieces of metal uh, punctured the skin and got lodged in the fat area. And, and some of these things were just that, you know, like maybe you were out 
mowing the grass and something uh, went in and you didn't really notice it. You maybe had a little pain and just kind of brushed it off. I would, I think I would notice if something was lodged in my body, wouldn't you? I think I would notice. Um, but some of these um, implants have been, you know, pretty big um, from the shows that I've watched. So it's very, very interesting. Now, here's another characteristic is even if there's no history uh, the individual suffers from nosebleeds, frequent nosebleeds. Let's say uh, most of your life you've gone without nosebleeds and then suddenly you're having quite a few. Of course, you know, you need to check into that. Maybe your blood pressure is out of control. But if you're a younger person, having frequent nosebleeds is not really normal. And there are a lot of medical conditions that can cause you to have nosebleeds, but in the paranormal realm and in the alien abduction theories, it's because um, they're the probes that they use to go into the body orifices can cause a lot of these symptoms and the nosebleeds in particular. Um, also, rashes on the skin, sinus problems. Again, sinus problems were attributed to the probe that's used uh, when they're having the abduction experience. Crystal Clear wants to know if there is a spirit trapped inside of you. Yes, everybody has their, like your spirit is trapped inside of your body until your body doesn't exist anymore or can't support the spirit. So you are a spirit basically that is in a physical incarnation. And sorry about hitting the microphone. This is something new here and uh i'm not used to this mic yet we were used to the old mics before they tore up um okay moving right along uh one of the biggest things and we talked about this the last couple of weeks is lost time or missing time uh, that's a real big indicator of an alien abduction and this can be anywhere from minutes to hours to days that you can't recall what happened um, and it's you know it's a real disturbing thing for the person that it's happening to again unusual marks on your body like scars and they're saying scoop marks or laser cuts in the in particular the focal area for the implants and the cuts and scrapes uh, or scars were hands wrists ankles feet and legs so that's very unusual, but it's uh, kind of interesting that the implants and the scars and stuff or the marks are all in the same areas of the body. Um, this one is a big one. Tapping or humming noises uh, just prior to you going to sleep. And this can also be animal sounds like an owl and uh, this happens like 18 minutes, 18 to 20 minutes before you head off to sleep. And um, it's sort of a repetitive thing that keeps reoccurring. Uh, so that can be really concerning because it's almost like it's sort of a um, hypnotic type induction uh, is what it reminds me of. 
Also, people recount the feeling of being watched or observed, especially close to bedtime. Um, and then just in general being watched or observed, but more so like more people report it closer to the time when they're going to sleep. This is another big one is sleepwalking where um, you wake up in a, either a different part of the house or maybe even outside. With alien abductions, more people recount waking up outside than they do uh, being in a different area of the home. And again, the person can't recall how they got there. Happy Monday to Angela Shields over here on uh, Facebook. And if you guys have any questions about any of the stuff that we're going over, please feel free to, um, you know, put your question in the comments section and I'll see, I'll see if I can answer it. I, you know, I don't know everything, but <laughs> I'm trying to uh, figure it all out. So, so Kyla says, I don't feel... Okay, let me try to do it this way so I can read it. I don't feel I've been abducted, but I'm very aware of being observed and know there's an otherworldly presence. Yes, and that was kind of uh, one of the things that we went over last week um, was this feeling of being observed or being watched. And it is one of the classical things about an alien abduction, but it certainly can apply to other paranormal situations. So Angela says, I wake up with bruises and such. Now that actually can be any type of psychic attack that goes on in your sleep. I know that it has happened to me and I've woken up with many, many bruises, especially on the arms and legs. And, uh, you know, so that can apply to alien abduction or, you know, other types of paranormal attacks uh, that happen um, when you're sleeping. Because remember, the most prevalent time when you are, uh, your auric field is open and not protected is when you are asleep. So the most important time that you should keep your aura protected is when you're under anesthesia or when you're asleep. Okay, back to these uh, constituents of an alien encounter. Uh, most people who've had alien abduction have seen UFOs or had some kind of visual experience with a UFO and gone through either talking to their family about it or um, reporting it. And there are there is a... Uh, section of people who completely deny anything about uh, seeing a UFO or even being interested in anything like that. And this is sort of a symptom, they say, of alien abduction. So Kyla says, I actually saw a tall man which felt more alien to me a few months back. It was outside. I went to take my dog out around 3.30 a.m. and saw him, saw the being by the barn. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so I feel like maybe this was one of the people you said you were aware of being observed. So um, 
I wonder if you, like if it was me, I'd put a camera up, Kyla, <laughs> see if I could, you know, if it was me, I'd put a camera up and see if I could find something or some, but, you know, remember when we went over last week or the week before about aliens? Well, when you're putting a camera up, not necessarily will you get any kind of video evidence because they can block the video with the wavelengths. But what you will get consistently is um, interruptions or static that comes about on the video at a regular interval. Um, like, for example, if you think you might have a problem with um, alien infestation of your area, and you're having some of these symptoms right before you go to bed, and they're happening on a regular basis, um, what you will notice is that the video disturbances have a regularity to them right about the time that you feel like these visitations are occurring. I hope that makes sense to you. So, <laughs> anyway... Um, Okay, here's another one, and this was an interesting one, is people usually have the need to travel. Like, it's like an obsessive compulsive desire to walk or drive to certain locations without knowing why they need to go to that location, um, being drawn to a certain area and not really knowing the etiology behind it. And let's see, Kyla says... The being was making itself known. It didn't feel completely malevolent, but it wasn't a good visit. That's interesting. Um, let me ask you a question, Kyla. Have you watched the five-part series on shadow people? Um, it's on my YouTube channel under the playlist, Monday Night Live. And kind of sounds like it could fall into that category because not all shadow people are malevolent. Certainly, your approach to them is always going to be cautious. But um, if you haven't watched that five-part series on Shadow People, go to the YouTube channel. Let me put the, the link up there. Go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Go to that Monday Night Live playlist and find those videos and watch them. Because, you know, it could be very valuable for you to figure out um, which of these things this is. Hey to Gina Bingston. Good to see you. And she Sheila Sunley. Good to see you, too. Um, okay. So the next thing is unexpected or unexplained medical problems like sudden illnesses or really vague illnesses that can be produced by you know, altered vibrations or altered radiation. And that was another thing. This is another um, kind of indicator of people who've had encounters with black-eyed children. And one of the theories uh, behind the black-eyed children was that they were alien hybrids. So uh, knowing that, <laughs> unexplained medical problems of a similarity, you know, similar circumstances and symptoms and everything 
um, kind of leads me to believe that maybe the alien kids, the black-eyed kids, are maybe half alien. Inability to sleep is another common attribute of an alien abduction. Uh, and so what happens is the person will have bouts of insomnia, but then they will also have like regular nightmares and bad dreams about being abducted. Um, so, you know, they will dream about the UFOs or they will dream about animals with large eyes and things like that. So it's interesting. Um, let's see. So Kyla says, watch, I've watched some. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh, Kyla, you need to put up some protection and maybe even play some Sulfigio frequencies at night to keep these things away. <laughs> that is, uh, disturbing. Oh, so Rob says, Hey, good to see you, Rob. Uh, definitely, you know, here's the weird thing is I was going down this list and there are so many here. I was going down this list and, and looking at the material for the show tonight. And I was thinking, golly, I've had a lot of this stuff happen to me. Uh, so makes you wonder, you know, if some of the things that have happened to you in the past or because of maybe it was an alien abduction. Now, this one was so weird, but you know what? There's documentation of this uh, ex that exists, and that is a terminated pregnancy where a woman is pregnant, and let's say, and, and the pregnancy doesn't disappear until later on in the term of the pregnancy. Let's say they were maybe six or seven months along. And suddenly they wake up and there's no fetus. There's no baby. Like there's signs, physical signs of a pregnancy, but there's no fetus there. And there's documentation of this happening to uh, people in the past. So, I mean, that is just too bizarre, isn't it? So hey, Rob has got some ideas for you <laughs> Kyla, um, iron railroad spikes in the four corners of your property. Try it. Try it. That's what I say. Try it. And that's a really good protective technique too, Rob. Thank you very much for, um, chiming in there with that. And if anybody else has any ideas, please let us know. Um, try. Okay. Now I've heard of this too. Kyla, use the um, railroad spikes on the four corners of the house. Now, that's an old uh, Irish folklore, uh, the ones around the house. Okay, moving right along back to, um, back to these aliens. People who suddenly have a growth or a... Uh, appearance of psychic abilities that they didn't have before is a big indicator of an alien abduction, uh, which that was one of the ones I had not been aware of. Uh, seeing big balls of light that are moving around on your property. Um, also being paralyzed in bed, uh, waking up with sleep paralysis, but you know, maybe seeing visuals of 
these entities at the foot of the bed or kind of clustered around the bed. We've certainly heard about um, those types of encounters on movies and stuff like that. So um, let's see what else have we got here. A strong memory, a very strong memory of something unusual, such as floating through air, or maybe you have a strong memory of laying on an exam table or actually being probed, maybe, or having hypodermic needles uh, stuck into your body. Things like that are really common about alien abduction encounters. Eye dreams, uh, people who are recalling very, very strange dreams of, let's say, animals that have large eyes, birds that have large eyes, um, any kind of, of animal in the dream that's either attacking you or pursuing you with very large almond-shaped eyes. That is a real cl classic characteristic of an alien abduction. Being startled when you uh, wake at night and, you know, it's, it's coming out of your sleep very rapidly. It's that startle reflex of, uh, you know, maybe you had some sleep paralysis and then suddenly um, they lifted that off of you. And the next reflex was to startle and sit up and look around. So being startled um, out of a deep sleep or being startled out of uh, sleep paralysis. Um, blood, if you wake up and you have found like small droplets of blood on the top sheet of the bed or maybe even on the bottom sheet or on your pillow and there's no wound, there's, there's no place that you've scratched that cause that blood uh, and you can't find an etiology to produce that blood um, that's another indicate could be an indicator of an alien abduction now this one I wasn't familiar with but let me know if you guys um, have had this or know anything about this solid objects when you have the feeling of having had your body passed through solid objects such as doors and windows. Now, I've had that happen in the astral projection or astral travel, but not with regards to, you know, this alien abduction. And uh, here's some more good ideas that Rob has brought up for um, protection. That red twine wrapped on it. Yeah. I remember that too. Very prominent for protection using red twine. It's both Appalachian work and deeper hoodoo work. Yeah, absolutely. And here my th theory is can't hurt. Try it out. So Kyla hasn't felt threatened by any of them yet. That's good. But these things are nice to know just in case you do. Uh, another thing that people recount for alien abductions is a fog or a haze that's not normal for the area. You, let's say you don't have any wet or low-lying areas that would produce a fog, and the areas that you're seeing this have never had fog before. Um, that could be 
indication of a alien abduction or, or any kind of alien encounter that could take place. Uh, now, this one, I have a lot when I'm getting messages and mediumship is a, a severe ringing in the ears. It's frequent or sporadic ringing in the ears. And it also can be just one ear that, and it's usually the left ear. And the reason why it's more often, I think, the left ear is because this is being communicated to the right brain, which is the intuitive side of a person's brain. So, you know, specifically, we were talking about physical symptoms, but more so migraines and headaches, uh, especially pain in the sinuses or in one ear in particular, again, the left ear. Um, these are, you know, coupled with a lot of these other things are uh, signs of an alien abduction. Uh, again, people who are having dreams of these medical procedures being performed on them with these large-eyed creatures. And the last one, oh no, this is not the last one. There's a whole nother page. Um, here's another one. Sleeping against the wall where you, you're compelled or obsessed with having your bed against the wall. <clears throat> and I think that may be kind of a protective type of instinct, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Um, here's a whole nother page we're going to go over. Dreams of floating through windows. And that reminds me of some of the shows where you see that tractor beam taking people out through the window. Uh, dreams of floating in a beam of light. Uh, this tractor beam is one of the things that's pretty classical that we see on TV and movies. Dreams of alien, of doctors, of operations, of these big eyes. Uh, if you have a strong compulsion to study astronomy or maybe even quantum physics uh, that's not in your normal realm of interest, this can be the influence of the alien abduction. Um, experience, like if you are suddenly experiencing out-of-body um instances and you never have before that could be related to this also having flashbacks of either you know the being moved to the craft flashback of the craft a flashback of the beings in your room just any kind of flashes of insight as to what may have happened to you in that missing time that we were talking about. Having a fear or wariness of a certain place. Um, and so what that may mean is, like, if you have a flashback of, let's say, a small room with um, one of those operating tables in it or operating chair. Um, and let's say you go to the dentist office and flip out because that triggers the memory of the abduction. I mean, that, that can very well have an effect on you. Also, people who've had uh, several family members that have had uh, alien abduction type stories or maybe even encounters with UFOs, 
Um, it seems like people in the same family can have several of the members of the family have similar instances. Also, seeing the same numbers on the clock lined up, like you, you wake up at um, 111 a.m. or 333 a.m. Now, those can be, instead of, they, they can be an alien encounter, but they can also be messages from your loved ones that are trying to communicate with you. Um, seeing hooded figures or maybe shadow people in the back of the room or down the hall. And also uh, awake in another position or place, just like the sleepwalking. Let's say, um, now what this means is like, let's say you only sleep on the right side of your bed and you don't sleep on the left side of your bed. And um, you may wake up on the left side of your bed in an unnatural position and it startles you because you're like, how did I get over here? I never sleep over here. So those are all pretty well characteristics of an alien en encounter. And, you know, it just gives you good food for thought to, um, you know, check, check yourself and make, make sure that you're in the safe zone. And if you're not, um, and how do you find out? Like, how do you know all this is real? One of the best ways to, to um, find out, I think, is through hypnotherapy, because you can recall some of the lost time, the missing time, and find out what happened during that missing time, or during, you find out what happened during that sleepwalking episode. Hey, to Donna Marie, good to see you here tonight. Um, so... Like I said, the biggest time for this to occur is when you go to sleep. And the reason it happens then is because you have no psychic protection. Your, your consciousness is not in control of your auric field and your physical self. And so if anything is going to abduct you or attack you or whatever, it's um, an optimal time for them to do that because... You know, you may not have any psychic protection in place to ward this off. Now, don't forget that the next dream show is May the 17th. And so, like I said, if you um, want to, you can go ahead and email your dreams there or just go to the website, katherinekaufman.com. And you can email the dreams there if you want. No protective measures against alien abduction. Yes, there are. Um, and they're usually vibratory. The uh, solfeggio frequencies, they seem to hate those vibrations. And so I like to play those at night to keep myself covered. Um and I would suggest that you do the same. So Fijio frequencies and a lot of those videos on YouTube are black screen. So you don't have to worry about the screen of the TV kind of messing with your mind and waking you up. And it will list on the video if it fades to a black screen uh, after so many minutes. So Kylo says, I've been seeing smaller, shorter beings for eight or so months too feel like these are also from other dimensions. You must have some heck of a 
big portals there, Kyla. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they've been extremely active this spring. Uh, and I think it is because we've had such a boost of energy in the last month, I think. And uh, so they're very, very active right now, especially. Now, you guys that are watching on the other platforms, please give a like and follow uh, to the platform that you're listening on. And if you're listening on the podcast and you see that little donate or contribute button, throw a few dollars this way. I would really appreciate it. You guys, I'll see you next uh, Monday night. And until then, you have a fabulous week. Kisses from Kentucky. And I will see you next time. Bye now.